What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Luke Mind Power Show, the best podcast for motivation, positive energy, success secrets, and powerful mindset strategies. I am your motivational speaker and coach who delivers the most extraordinary self awareness and personal development information on the planet. Buckle up, turn up that volume because it's time to evolve. Soak in the wisdom and move one step closer towards your most successful life ever. Let's go. Welcome to episode number 110 of the Luke Mind Power Show. Today is going to be an awesome episode because it's going to talk. It's not going to talk. I'm going to talk um, about spirituality and religion. And the reason why I'm going to talk about this is because this is a touchy subject. And I know that there are a lot of people that say, let's let's enjoy the conversation, but let's not, like, for example, the dinner table, right? What do they say? They say, um, two things not to talk about. Don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion. And that way we can have a nice conversation, right? But um, I've got to just talk about, um, you know, spirituality and um, religion because... It's definitely something that has had a place in my life uh, for many, many years. And I feel that it's necessary for me to talk about this because it's important for people to, um, to step more into what's true for them. That's what this is about. This is about your own truth, okay? So uh, I saw a video on TikTok yesterday, which really inspired me about, um, you know, spirituality. And I mean, I don't know if I even want to call it that because um, when I think about the word spirituality, uh, it's spirituality, which I don't know, whatever that is. But if you think about yourself as a human, right, you think about your existence, you, you know, if you believe in energy, if you believe that you come from the inside out, so you're a spirit. If you believe that you're an eternal spirit, if you believe that you are um, a soul, right? You're a spirit. You're not your body. So, um, so then I guess that comes the the from the word that you know spirituality is you, just a, you focusing on yourself and being the best version of yourself as a spirit. So I'm just going to, I pulled it up on Google to, I just wrote up what is spirituality. And there's a few things um, that I've pulled up that I'm going to share with you because it's just going to add to the conversation. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a very, um, you know, strict uh, Catholic religious household. Um, and for me, uh, you know, m- most of the time growing up, there wasn't a, there wasn't a um, option right? There wasn't a choice. It was just, you know, you're born into this religion and that's the truth. That's the way. That's the light, right? And you must go that direction and follow that path because if you don't, then you're a sinner. Then you're a bad person. Then you have to go to confession, right? So already that kind of shows me how confined you are, right? You're put in a box. If you don't follow this path, then it's wrong. It's bad. Um, 
And, you know, I had to go through this journey of realizing that what it was, what it was doing for me was it was, it was, I, I realized it was divisive, you know, and especially when I started on this journey of speaking, you know, I remember having some conversations with, you know, my mom and I, I said that, you know, I'm a universal being. I speak with a universal tongue. My purpose is to inspire everyone. My purpose is to just shine my light. My purpose is to spread more love and hope and inspiration to help people live a better life, a more abundant life, a more happier life, a more successful. So if I was to, for example, limit myself and speak from a place of conformity, of only this direction, only speaking from this book, because this book is the truth, um, then I'd be missing a lot of people. I would be only speaking to a specific group. Um, and for me, that just didn't make sense. You know, if I'm coming from a and the, the, look, the truth is, if you look at all religions, um, there is truth, I believe, goodness in all different belief systems right? It's all about love and peace, right? But unfortunately, there are, you know, certain teachings that say, no, that's not the right way. This is the right way, right? And then if you look at it as a whole, uh, it creates division because some people believe that this is the right way and some people believe that, you know, this book is the right way and that's the right way, right? Um, and so in my journey of like, reconnection with myself, I found that religion for me um, was very, very, very divisive. And that's not what I'm about. I'm about unity. I'm about love. I'm not about something that was written thousands of years ago by some people, right? Um, again, it's information that you can use just like an encyclopedia. It's information that is on the internet that you can find from someone who writes an amazing book about their beliefs and their journey of life and what they experienced. And it's something that you can learn from other people. So for me, um, it just doesn't make sense. And even talking about it kind of makes me feel a little bit like, uneasy and triggered because it was pushed on me for so many years through my parents. I don't judge them for it. I just don't agree with the whole belief system. Um, you know, one thing that I really have, and I'm just going to go into what I've got on Google as well, because I want to share this with you. But the one thing that I really believe, you know, we hear the word God all the time, God, you know, um, you know, God will protect you or God has your back. I mean, it's the same thing as saying the universe has your back. But if we look at that more closely, like what is it exactly? Like people believe that there is a higher power. There is a higher power that is in control of everything, right? So if I was to go into, let's say, um, signs or synchronicities, right? Like you see the numbers 1111, it's 1202 right now. I can say, well, that's a synchronicity for me. Um, starting to talk about this and I see that that's the numbers. 
Uh, when I see numbers like that, for me, it's a belief system. It's not a religion, but I've attached myself to the meaning and the 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 fact that some of those some of these experiences that I've had with seeing these different numbers, they just come at such moments of like, how the hell is that possible? How is it possible? How do you explain it? How do you explain that, you know, I come to the kitchen at the exact time and the numbers on the oven are 11-11. I'm busy in the kitchen. I'm doing something and I, I'm completely not even looking at the microwave and I stop the microwave because I need to open it up and put something in it. Don't even look at the numbers. I press the stop and it's I stop it on 11, 11 seconds. I wasn't even looking at it. I didn't even know where the numbers were, right? And I'm just like, how the fuck does that happen? So I've, my first girlfriend that I had when I was 17, her birthday was on the 11th of November, 11-11, right? And so when I realized that, I was like, man, I've been seeing this shit since I was young, since I was a teenager. So for me, those those signs, 11-11, are basically, I've, I've given myself meaning. So when I see those signs, I see those numbers. For me, it's, it's something greater, like you can say the universe or God or whatever it is that you want to say. I say that, the universe is sending me messages and it's saying, Luke, I see you. I believe in you. You're on the right path. Keep learning, keep growing, keep believing in yourself, keep taking action and keep going. That's basically when I see those signs of synchronicities and stuff like that, that's what I believe. But is it a religion for me? Is it something that um, is written in a book? No. It's just something that I believe. And that's the beautiful thing about life is you have the free choice to tune into what feels right for you and to believe it. Whether people believe what you believe or they agree with it or not, it's not your problem. It's none of your business. Okay? So um, so let me just go on, go into kind of um, the different or the, the comparison to to spirituality and religion. So what I've pulled up here on Google, um, there's a few illustrations, actually, a um, few photos that really, I feel just resonate really deeply with me. Um, so you've got this one that says, um, it's there's two circles and one says spirituality and one says religion. Okay, so the spirituality says, where do I find meaning? How do I feel connected? How should I live? In the middle of that, it says belief, comfort, reflection, ethics, or, and then on the right side, it says religion, what practices, rituals, rites should I follow? What is right and what is wrong? What is true and what is false? So there's dif differences in the way that they're um, created. So now let me read something to you, um, what I found, what a uh, description of what is spirituality. So spirituality is not religion and is not even necessarily affiliated with religion. While the definition of spirituality is different for everyone, 
Here are some common themes associated with spirituality. The idea of a process or journey of self-discovery and of learning not only who you are, but who you want to be. The challenge of reaching beyond your current limits. This can include keeping an open mind, questioning current beliefs, or trying to better understand others' beliefs. A connectedness to yourself and to others. Spirituality is personal, but it is also rooted in being connected with others and with the world around you. This connection can facilitate you finding your place in the world. Meaning, purpose, and direction. Spirituality, while it doesn't necessarily solve or reach conclusions, often embraces the concept of searching and moving forward in the direction of meaning, purpose, and direction for your life. A higher power, whether rooted in a religion, nature, or some kind of unknown essence. Uh, What is spirituality? Spirituality is following one's spirit. So as I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast episode, I said it's to do with your spirit. It's to do with you. It's a personal journey, right? Because, you know, if you think about yourself as a spirit, as a form of energy, that's exactly what it is. So this meaning, what I'm reading right now kind of makes sense to me. Spirituality is following one's spirit when we lay down the conditioning of the mind and follow the spirit. We discover our correct path in life and our true gifts and a real and deep connection with the God of our understanding. Of our understanding, right? This isn't about some book that's been given to you and they say, hey, read this book. This is the book of life. This is how you have to live. If you don't follow this book, then you're wrong. Um, So what that says at the end there, uh, a real and deep connection with the God of our understanding of your understanding. So um, this is where it resonates with me of, you know, it involves another another one here. It involves the recognition of a free feeling or sense of belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to be human than sensory experience and that the greater whole of which we are a part of cosmic or divine in nature. Okay, yeah, so... Um, it's interesting, but it's just this, um, deeper connection. And and that's why the love, the self love comes into play. And this is what has resonated with me for, for three years so far, when I started to love myself and I started to build this relationship with myself, this is what connected me with my spirit. And then I realized that, um, you know, we've been programmed to judge each other. We've been programmed to see the exterior, the physical appearance of of everyone. And depending on what you look like, what color your skin is, what color your eyes are, what color your hair is, what, what country you're originally from, right? We've, we've been programmed in a specific way to judge each other. But when you step into self-love and you step into loving yourself and building that relationship with yourself, you don't have those brainwashed fucking programming anymore, right? You see people in a different way. You have an appreciation and empathy for everyone's story and for the existence of humanity and for the connection with nature and the whole of existence, the whole of the universe, right? This is the power that uh, when you connect with the spiritual side of yourself as a spirit, you realize that this is my big truth, that You know, they talk about it in the Bible. They say that, you know, the Holy Spirit 
works through you, right? And if they say that they have the Trinity or something, they say that God is the Trinity, is the, the um, I don't know, I don't even, I just know that they say there's three in one, right? Um, and then if they say, well, the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit works through me, well, that's pretty much saying that God is in you. Um, which, if you think about that, I mean, if we're all a collective energy, a collective consciousness, which is very hard to, to, to explain or to understand, if we're all part of, like, for example, your part, I say that I am the universe, because so are you, because we all are, we're all part of this one great big freaking um, connection of energy, existence. So if you think about that, that's why I say, well, you know, you, I am God. So are you, right? Like you're not here to conform. You're here to create. You, you have that much power that you're unaware of because you're brainwashed in a way where you're conforming to a specific ideology or indoctrinated uh, lifestyle or belief system that doesn't, that doesn't support your growth. It limits you because you can't do certain things because that's out of the norm. You're limited. Um, and so that's where my disconnection with religion comes from because there's only a specific way that you have to live in order to be free, in order to be happy, in order to live a successful or positive life, right? Um, and for me, it was just realizing that, you know, when I used to be religious or when I used to be connected to the Catholic faith, for example, I was in a state of division, divisiveness, right? I would compare myself to others. And if other people were not of that religion, I would judge them. Okay, because they weren't like me. But now when I come from a place of love, right, where I'm not restricted, like there's a, there is a, um, a really powerful um, picture that I've added on my YouTube channel for this actual um, episode, religion versus spirituality. And what it is, is it's a picture of a, it's a picture of a fish inside the ocean and the fish is inside a bowl. So the fish can't get out, but then you, and it says religion, and then you've got a fish that is just swimming in the ocean and it just says spirituality. So that's the freedom because I ain't confined to a specific belief system. I'm confined to my own spirit, my own path, my own way. And that's why I say that God or whatever this greater energy is, is, is all of us. And if it's all of us, well, then God works through me. Then I am God. And I know that that may be something difficult for people to hear or for people to fathom. Um, but again, it's a belief system. It's up to you, you know. Um, and, and if you get triggered by this, for example, if you are religious, um, then ask yourself why you're getting triggered. Because if it's your truth, remember, every time you get triggered, you pay attention to it. There's some sort of unhealed part of you that is still hurting and that you need to heal. Right. 
And this is the beautiful thing of um, paying attention to that because I'm not here to butter anything up or, you know, conform to what other people think I should say or what I should believe. You know, it's just about having that open mind to understanding that, hey, you know what, like I believe in my faith. I believe in my religion. It makes sense to me. Um, And everybody else has the choice to do the same. You know, it's just like your opinion of politics or your opinion of what you believe a good life is. You know, there might be someone like, for example, someone might say, it is the right thing for me to do to have five wives. And I will say, well, no, it doesn't actually sound right. That sounds a bit weird. Um, That's not something that you should do. Um, You should only have one wife. But in some cultures, that's how they've evolved. And and, and it's normal for them, right? Um, But who am I to tell someone who's lived like that for the last 50 years or it's been part of their lifestyle for the last 200 years for me to come in and say that's wrong? Right? You're going to have people that have a specific belief system that that is right for them. And for you to come and tell them that that's wrong, you know, they can be offended or they can look at you weird. Um, and the end, at the end of the day, this is why this journey of, for example, when I come from spirituality, when I come from, you know, understanding that concept of life is that I'm not here to judge anyone. I don't need to. I don't care. Like, Whatever you believe in, whatever book you want to read that makes sense to you, that helps you to feel more inspired or motivated or aligned with your truth, that's yours, man. Go for it. This is the beautiful thing um, of detaching. This is why I left religion is because, again, I wasn't, I'd never, um, I never judged anyone after that. I realized, especially like, for example, sexuality being gay or lesbian, I would I used to judge them. And that was partly because of culture and religion. But now, because I don't have religion, I don't attach myself to any of that. I'm just my own self. I believe in loving yourself, loving the universe, right? And now it's, you know, you can't, if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. And that's what the, that's where the disconnection is. Because when you love yourself, you know, you see other people, who are living their own life or whether they're gay or lesbian or transgender, whatever the hell, it doesn't matter. That's their life. You know, I send them love and good energy. People are free to live according to what they feel is correct to them or what they are. And this is the disconnection that we have in this world is because we're constantly trying to control people. And this is not what we came here to do. We didn't come here to control people. We came here to just shine in the existence and truth of who it is that we are. So religion for me just doesn't make sense. It's divisive. It doesn't bring people together. It divides people. You know? If we opened up all the books and said, hey, why don't we bring all the books of religion together and and somehow create the book of wisdom the book of really good information that may make a lot of sense to you and like tune in and listen and see what you can find that helps you and resonates with you so that you can live a more better and happier life
Because that's what the truth of information is. You can go and look up on Google or go to a library and you can find books and you can find information. And you can take that information and learn from it so that it can help you to live a more positive, more peaceful, more happier life. It's up to you how you use the information. And the truth of the matter is, is that when you come into this journey of, you know, self-inquiry and shutting down the noise from the world, this is the biggest, one of the biggest revelations that I've realized in my own life and in my clients as well, um, is that we're so psychologically manipulated, conditioned, programmed, by the world, by what the world wants you to be. So then what happens is because the world wants you to be that way, the world wants you to believe a certain way, well then you start believing that fucking certain way because you've got people around you, family, friends, everyone, and they have a massive impact on your belief system as well because if everybody's doing a specific thing, you tend to kind of fall in there as well and do that too because it seems normal. Everybody else is believing in that, so I better believe in it too. And it's hard to be the outcast. It's hard to not conform. It's hard to step out and to be like, yeah, you guys can believe in that. Uh, That doesn't make sense to me, right? Because we are social beings and we love to be part of community. We love to be part of something greater. So to be the person who... Uh, does not conform can be challenging because you'll be judged because people will look at you weird because people will not accept you at the beginning. I remember when I first uh, um, had an incident, let's say it was an incident with one of my family members um, because I didn't want to wear this um, gold chain anymore and it had the the mary stat you know the mary uh, jesus's mother and i no longer wanted to wear it anymore and my one of my family members my my brother-in-laws was like hmm what the hell what you don't believe in in god (laughs) and i remember his face and i was just like oh shit (laughs) and and it was a bit scary because I was going in a different direction. I was letting go of that, you know? Um, And then I remember another instance where last year, my mum, my mum invited a priest into our house and, you know, my parents still practice um, their religion pretty, um, pretty um, intensely or what's the, what's the right word? You know, they're very devoted which is great. I, you know, I, again, I'm not, I don't have anything against anyone's beliefs. You do what is right for you. Um, and this priest was sitting at the table and, uh, and I was talking to him about, uh, religion and stuff like that. And, and he, and I, and he said, he said, Luke, you know, when I was called because he was a lawyer and then he became a priest. And he said, when I was called to the priesthood and he was sharing his story, he said, when, I found Jesus and I found God, then I was free. And I was like, wow. I said, when I found me and I let go of religion 
then I was free. Because I was no longer in a box. I was no longer having to live a specific way of how I need to live, what I need to do, how I need to think, what's right, what's wrong. Right? There was, there's, this, there's a rule book. And that's why I say, man, show me the fucking book. Where's the rule book to life? Is there one? You know, by this age, you have to be there. By this, you have to do this. You create the rules to your life. Okay? If you think about, let's talk about God, right? What is God? Like, what do you believe God is? Where is he? Is it a he? Because my dad refers to God as a he. And I'm like, well, why is it a man? What if it's just, why, how can it, I don't I mean, even if you say it's a woman, why is it a woman? You know, um, like there's uh, a, a Instagram, no, he's a social media, his name is um, Forbidden Knowledge on social media. And he, Robert, I think his name's Robert Carson or something. And he says that, you know, God is energy or it's universal energy. And, uh, and he says, you know, people think that there is a sky daddy up in the, up in the sky, like a God is a, some, some person up in the sky. Uh, and again, it's just like, come on, man, like seriously, like you gotta be kidding yourself. <laughs> like that's, that's, and I, and I know you can probably get offended. Um, but it just doesn't make sense. You know, if you're religious and you're hearing this, like you could get offended because you believe in, in God or you believe in this, you know, person, right? That is going to save you. It's like the only way you're going to save your, save yourself, the world is by being a good human. If you think about God as an energy source, what is it? Is it, it's a good thing, right? So we say like, God is love. I'm sure you've heard of that before. And then love is God. Well, then if I say that I am love, well, then I am God. I don't know. Like, does that make sense? Like Susie on TikTok, she wrote, God is spirit. Spirit is energy. Energy is vibration. And I am spirit, and I am energy, so I am God, but I am love, and God is love. <laughs> like, for real. I don't know, like, how do, how do you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that just the whole concept of, um, of the word God and how people are using that concept, for me, um, it's kind of like, what you're doing is saying that you're not in control, right? Like, I know that the, the whole universe and everything that's happening in any given moment, you know, we, when I say, like, for example, when I see signs, 11-11, or when I see a bird, or I see some butterfly, or something like that, I feel like I'm connected, because I feel we are connected. We are connect, we're all connected to nature, to the universe, the more that you love yourself, the more you love everything. Okay. Um, 
but in terms of there being a like a god god like a a guy that sits at the throne in heaven and he's waiting for you to fulfill your you know like they say you know there's this quote or story that you know you get to the end of your life you die and then you get to the gates of heaven and then god whoever god is says to you i gave you all of these dreams and you were supposed to achieve these but you didn't have the courage to go and achieve them like it's just a metaphor like it's a analogy you know a possibility of like you know motivating you and inspiring you to say hey you know you don't want to get to the end of your life and then go to your grave with all the good stuff still in you you know you want to become the best version of yourself you want to reach your full potential through this human experience that you have right now to live your best life you know to the more that you shut out the world the more that you close the door to the noise of the world the more that you open the door to the heart of your truth, the connection to your spirit, to who it is that you are. And that's the challenge because the mind is so powerful, right? That we get so psychologically brainwashed and manipulated. And so most people are living in fear because that's how they want you to live. They want you to live in fear. They want you to live in doubt, they want you to live in insecurity. And the more that you are kept on that lower vibration, the less you thrive, the less you succeed. When in fact, if you start to become aware of your thoughts, if you start to train your mind, if you start to take your power back, if you start to love yourself and build the relationship with yourself, that most of us have not been taught to have. This is how we change the world. Because in order to change the world, you have to change yourself. You are con we're constantly relying on governments and people in power to change the fucking world. And it ain't happening. It's constant fucking wars, poverty, Think about it. Think about it. The only way that we change the world is we change ourselves, is we love ourselves, is we reconnect with ourselves and we realize that fucking they don't have our best interests at heart. Right? If the news wanted you to succeed, every single day at 6 p.m. they would start the news and they would say, what did you eat healthy today? Did you eat really healthy? Did you take care of your body? Did you go do some exercise? They would be uplifting us. They would be telling us that, wow, if you're doubting yourself today, I want you to keep going. I want you to believe in yourself. You're amazing. You're powerful. You're more powerful than you can ever imagine. Like imagine that. Imagine turning on the TV and that's all that was being broadcasted. You're fucking amazing. You're extraordinary. You're the best. Never fucking give up on yourself. Imagine you were hearing that every single day. Eat, heathier, eat healthier. You are what you eat. Go and exercise. Make sure you get your exercise in. Make sure you do your fitness every single day. Make sure you read a little bit. Make sure you meditate a little bit. Make sure you take some time out for you and connect with yourself. Imagine that. But no, they don't. They fuel you with constant scare tactics. 
negativity, depressive news, telling you about everything that's gone bad in the world. And the more that they, more that you watch that, the more you get programmed. That's it. And that's why I say stand guard at the door of your mind. Because you have the power. You know, you are what you consume. You are what you consume. You are what you allow your mind to experience. So take control of your mind and you'll take control of your life. But more than that, right? I still have moments of self-doubt. I My mind tells me that, like even today, like doing this episode, I've felt a bit like, hmm, something's not right. In my mind, it's like, should you keep going or should you just turn it off? And I'm like, nah, fuck that. If I was to come from a place of love and say, okay, I love me. Like, what am I going to do? If I love me so much, what would I do? Then I would do what's right for me and I will keep going. I'll keep believing in myself because I love me enough. I love me a lot. Like so much to the point that I won't let my mind control me. This is the power that you have because love is the strongest emotion. And it's one of the things that we're missing because we're gone through these different negative experiences, possibly. Maybe we weren't raised in the right environment. Maybe we were abandoned, neglected, abused when we were children. And so we're missing that love within ourselves. Maybe our parents weren't there for us. So we've grown up to be very dependent on others to give us that love. And that's why we get into toxic relationships. That's why we get into relationships where we're manipulated or controlled because we don't want to be alone. We're afraid to be alone. So we're dependent on other people to give us what we what we really want to feel. We want to feel wanted. Because if we don't feel wanted, then we don't feel like we're good enough. So we sacrifice our lives for the fact of being in a relationship so that we can feel good enough, but we get treated like shit. And we accept that because we have a low self-esteem and low self-worth and low self-confidence. So we'd rather be in a shit fucking toxic relationship than to be alone because we're afraid of ourselves. And this is the difference between religion and spirituality is when you let go of some sort of uh, box that's holding you in a specific way. And again, it also comes from community, right? A lot of, you know, religious um, communities work because people want to be part of something greater. They don't want to be alone. So what does that give? That's safety. Being part of a a religious community, being part of a church, for example, right? Gives people safety. I'm part of this greater thing because we're afraid to be alone, right? Because how we've evolved and what we've gone through hasn't taught us to build a strong relationship with ourselves, hasn't brought us to this place of, hey, you're fucking powerful. Like, do you know who you are? Right? If you're a spirit, you're a limitless being. 
you can create your dreams, you can create anything that you want to achieve. But you've got to be persistent, have perseverance. You've got to have the belief. If you don't believe, ain't shit going to happen. And this is what I'm learning with my own journey of solitude and not being afraid to be alone. Not being afraid to sit with me. Not being afraid to get to know me. And this is not to discredit anybody who's in relationships. This is to give you more awareness to say, okay, I'm in a relationship, but how do I feel about myself? What can I do to reconnect with myself? Maybe I'll need to spend a little bit more time to get to know me. Because remember, when you're in a healthy relationship, you're with someone who actually wants to see you be that better version of yourself. You're with someone who actually compliments your life, right? If you're in a healthy relationship and you say to your partner, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to start to spend a little bit of time with myself and you know, embrace solitude a little bit. Then that person in your life who compliments your life will say to you, hey, you know what? Fucking oath. I support you. I might try that as well. Don't be afraid to take yourself out to dinner. But when you're with that person in a healthy relationship, all you want to do is lift each other up. All you want to see is each other grow. Because you're not dependent on each other to fill each other up. You're already full. You already know your worth. You already have that confidence with yourself. You're already living in alignment and in purpose and in truth of who it is that you are. You're not dependent on something else to kind of give you and fill your voids and make you feel like you're powerful and you're good enough. And that's why it's such a powerful synergy of love when you're giving and receiving in a relationship that is complementing, that's healthy, right? Because that's how you start to thrive. So don't be afraid of you. And um, kiwi fruit for me, I love spending time with myself and um, so do I. It's not to say that I'll never be in a relationship again, an intimate relationship. Of course I will. But for now, I'm content and I love it. I love not being afraid of me. I love spending time with myself, getting into nature. I love talking to myself. I love actually taking my own advice. And sometimes I need an answer or I need to think and process something and I'll speak it out aloud. And I'll say, Luke, what do you think? Like, this is what you're going through right now. Is it necessary for you to do that? Or do you need to do you need to communicate to that person? For example, I may just be reasoning with myself. And then I think about it and I'm just like, yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I need to focus my energy on more of my business and what I'm doing on my social media. And this is the truth of like, don't be afraid. You know, sometimes we're really dependent even on on relying on other people to make us feel like we're good enough or communicating with our friends because we need them to help us because we feel like we can't help ourselves. So then you can also maybe not be aware that you can also have friends that are part of your journey of escapism, right? You're escaping life by being able to have someone to talk to because you're afraid to be with yourself in that moment. And I've had to learn that too. I've got a best friend of mine and we talk a lot. And even moments where I've wanted to talk and he's not available. And I feel like, fuck, I need to talk to someone. And I've had to sit with myself instead of communicating. But then I end up talking to myself. The deeper you go, the more powerful you get. Because you realize 
that no one's in control of you. You realize you're not being brainwashed by the TV. You're not being brainwashed by the radio, right? Start getting brainwashed by your own truth. Start sitting with your emotions. This is one of the challenges of uh, healing and growth is sitting with your feelings and emotions and actually tuning in, feeling that. Not going to the bottle and getting alcohol and drinking your sorrows away because that's been part of my challenge as well. It's trying to be so focused and not get distracted or not get influenced by, you know, drinking too much sometimes. And I have to always step back and go, okay, what do I need to adjust? Why am I running to that? Why is that giving me a sense of contentment and joy that I have to have a drink? And that's what I've even learned recently. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Let's stay focused. Let's have a clear mind. Let's wake up fresh in the morning. Not against it. I enjoy having a drink sometimes. But just know that there's always room for improvement. There's always room for becoming that better version of yourself. There's always room for trying to figure out why you're running away from certain things or why you're doing certain things in your life. Are you, are you trying to fill some void that you haven't been able to fill? Is there still something hurting within yourself that you haven't overcome yet? What is that? Because let me tell you, praying about it is not going to solve it. I know a lot of people, you know, family members, you know, let's pray about it. Like, let's pray about it and it will disappear. Let's put our, our, let's put our problems in, you know, in, what do they say? Put, put the, have the faith in the Lord or let's put our problems, let's give up our problems. Like they're just going to disappear. And the truth is like, whatever you want to achieve in your life, if you just keep praying about it, yeah, prayer is powerful and it's nice to, to have those intentions because they're thoughts. But if you don't put any grind behind that prayer, ain't shit going to happen. It's not just going to freaking happen out of the out of the sky your dream or your your intention or whatever it is that you're praying about is going to just fall out of the sky and go here you go this is what you've been praying about for the last five years now you can have it you got to put work in so this is the other truth of the spiritual life of yourself because you are a spirit or maybe you're not you are just exactly what you believe in i'm not here to tell you who you are that's up to you. But when you come back to this life of living in a space of love, because love conquers all. And if you think about love itself, uh, if you are pure love, unconditional love, then you don't judge anyone. You understand them. You have compassion. So whatever your belief system, whatever sexuality you are, whatever, you know, whatever kind of life you live, at the end of the day, it always comes down to kind of like, well, if you're a good person, like if you're a good, genuine person and you're, you know, and then it goes even deeper to, to then going, well, what is the definition of good? You know, what's the definition of good? And I would say, well, doing the right thing. <laughs> what's the definition of doing the right thing? Well, treating people with respect, treating people with care, treating people with love. Not judging people, allowing people to be themselves, accepting people, not being divisive, being supportive. So this is the place of love that I come from is, you know, I used to, especially with like sexuality, I used to think, I used to say 
and belief that people who were homosexual or gay or lesbian, I would say that they were, they're sick. I say they're mentally ill or because of their childhood, something was missing and that's why they're like that. No one knows what that person has gone through or how they feel within themselves. But yet we are so programmed to judge others. To think that we know what's best for other people. It's like, fuck, man. Come back home, please. Come home to your heart, to loving yourself. Because the more that you love yourself, the less that you judge others. Because you love others for who they are. Because you love yourself for who you are. You understand the truth and you go through your journey of self-discovery and realizing that, wow, I'm not perfect. I've got fucking wounds. I've, built, I've got trauma. And trauma can be a distressful experience that you had when you were seven years old where you cried because you didn't get something that you wanted or another kid got something that you really wanted to have. And so you cried and you had a distressful moment. And in that moment, no one was there to help you to process that distress. And so what's happened is that's, that's caused you trauma. And that emotion is still stuck within yourself. So you evolve and grow up traumatized. So when you think about wounds and trauma, emotional trauma, we all have it because we've all cried. I got belted when I was a kid. I'm fucking traumatized, 100% because of that shit. You know, and I think a lot of us probably went through different parenting experiences where our parents beat us or belted us or slapped us across the face. And what, you think that's a positive? You, like, is that healthy? Has that caused me to believe in myself more? Is that an act of love? Is that an act of support and care? I beg to disagree there. You know, and that's the challenge because parenting is not easy. Right? I'm just reading what one of from Instagram, Sani or Sanya. Sometimes also growing up, if you showed emotion and got told emotion is bad. That teaches you to bottle things up too, or think emotions are negative. Yeah, 100%. And especially from the masculine side as well, when you, when you, um, you come from an, from the place of ego and dominance, because the man is a, you know, dominant figure, wants to protect and, right? So when you don't come from that compassionate, vulnerable, um, loving, nurturing space, then the ego, what the ego wants to do is it doesn't want to show emotion. It doesn't want to show truth. It doesn't want to be vulnerable. It's about protection and preservation. So especially, you know, that's another one of my missions is to empower men, but to help men come back to self-love and to love themselves. Because, you know, that just, this is another rabbit hole of, you know, for example, to really toxic, unhealthy relationships. Um, as to why, uh, you know, there may be a lot of men out there that are 
um, very disrespectful to women or very manipulative and very controlling. Um, And that's the lack of self-love. And that's um, basically a product of and the result of a lot of trauma. You know, a lot of really, really bad um, experiences that they went through um, as, as children. And a lot of people, a lot of them are unaware of that. So they come from that ego of being in control, right? Um, and that's why I can't give up because there's so many men out there that need my help. And when you step more into understanding your trauma um, and your pain and go through this journey of self-inquiry and discovery and love for yourself, you never want to disrespect another person because you have so much love in yourself. It doesn't make sense. You wouldn't want to hurt someone else. You would want to uplift them. You would want to cheer for them. You want to support them. You want to care for them. Why? Because that's what you have within yourself. So the truth is, guys, is that you can't give what you don't have. So when you're getting treated like shit, when you're being manipulated or controlled or told to do a specific thing or be a specific way, that's not your fault. But it is important for you to become aware of that, that that's not healthy and that's not someone who really gives a shit about you and loves you. Because when you come from a place of love, that's all you want to do is you want to lift people's spirits. You want them to be happier. You want to support them, encourage them, inspire them. You can't give what you don't have. And a lot of people who have been through abusive sexual abuse or different traumatic experiences, domestic violence, physical abuse growing up, they haven't healed. They're unconsciously aware, unaware of how they're um, living and how much of an impact their actions are having on other people. And because they're in such a disassociated state and they're coming just only from the ego, the ego wants to dominate, control, manipulate, feel empowered. I'm the boss, you know? Um, but when you come from a place of love, and compassion, and empathy, you just want to help people be more. You want them to thrive. You want them to glow. You want them to shine. You don't want to bring them down. And that's what, if we put it in context with what I'm talking about this episode, religion versus spirituality is there's no box. It's just love. There's no book. It's just love. just your truth it's changing the world because you come home to believing in yourself and discovering your power your truth of knowing that self-love is not selfish it's not selfish to spend time with you it's not selfish to say no to the world and yes to you so that you can find out who it is that you really are so that you can shut down the noise so that you can shut down your mind that is constantly telling you that you're not good enough. 
You don't deserve happiness. You don't deserve this. You're never going to have this. And come back to your heart and realize that your heart and your spirit, your essence, your intuition, the truth is there and the truth will set you free. Straight up. And the thing I love about what I do is I'm not here to speak to one specific type of people. I'm here for everyone. (laughs) You know? It's like the church of love. That's what we fucking need. We need a, 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 a church or a church or mosque or whatever you want to call it. The building, the house, the house of love. Why? Because it's for everyone. It's not about fucking judging people, telling people how they need to live. And if they don't do it this way, they're wrong. It's a blessing to be alive, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you got inspired. The community of love. That's it, man. That's it. Episode number 110. Check it out. It is the Luke Mind Power Show on all podcast platforms. And check out all the other episodes because there's 110 episodes and I've done a lot of work. I've shown up a lot over the last couple of years. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, it is just Luke Mindpower on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, um, leave me a review and let me know your thoughts. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get your feedback. And also share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me as well um, so that I know you're tuning in. I look forward to episode 111. That's going to be really powerful um, b- because it is 111. And there's 11 people on Instagram right now. See? And there's 22 on freaking TikTok. That's freaking ridiculous, man. Fuck yeah. The universe is with me. The spirit is powerful. It's a blessing to be alive. I'm super excited now because I saw that. That's a huge sign, man. Far out. Um, uh, uh, Anyway, that's beautiful. I love that. Guys, it's a blessing to connect with you guys. Um, If you haven't joined my Facebook group, it's called The Dream Chasers. Um, there's over 2,300 people inside there and, um, it's just a place of love and positivity and encouragement and support. Um, if you haven't joined, I encourage you to join, um, click the link in my Instagram bio and that'll take you straight there. I look forward to seeing you guys inside the dream chases. It's a blessing to connect with you. I'm sending you so much love. Um, and I look forward to speaking with you again on episode 111. Take care, have an amazing day and remember that you're amazing and I believe in you. See you later. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's a blessing to use this platform to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me or learn more about how I can coach you to that next level of life, simply click the link below in the show notes. Also, join our private success community, The Dream Chasers, and surround yourself with gladiators who are saying yes to life and yes to their dreams. The link is also in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a new episode and leave a review and rating on the Apple Podcast app. This really helps us out. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram. And remember, believe in yourself just a little bit more today. Never give up on your dreams. You don't need anyone's permission, just your own. I'll see you on the next episode.